Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the But Daddy Why podcast, where we understand the rapid-fire questioning that parents battle all day, every day, especially that one specific question, why? We take the hard questions and do the research for you so that you have the ammo to reply when the kids reach the ultimate pinnacle of, but daddy, why? My name is Pat Jacobs. And I'm Eric Binion. Sit back and enjoy the show. All right, we got a really good question, thematic, and at least this this time, you know, we're not really destroying childhood love and treasures because the reality is, I don't think any, I don't think if you told anybody that leprechauns aren't real, mm-hmm. that anyone's gonna go, oh man, yeah, really, I really? mean, I wanted one. I mean, so the question we're gonna answer today is why do leprechauns have a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Which is good and because we've got St. Patrick's Day coming up. Coming up, and people are going to be talking about leprechauns. People are going to be wearing the green. Mm-hmm. Some of us mm-hmm. may be having a bowl of Lucky Charms to start the day off right. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a fun story we tell, and I don't, I don't think a lot of people know where the leprechaun myth came from. And I don't think people know why it's a rainbow where they hide, hide the, uh, the pot of gold. And the rest of their lucky charms. And the rest of my lucky charms. So so what I figured we'd do here is kind of break this into three parts, okay? Um, so we'll, we'll kind of discuss, um, you know, the leprechauns, kind of where they came from, their origin, and then uh, go into a little bit of uh, rainbow action there, explain some of that, and then we'll bring it all together and talk about the passive gold. All right. oh, we're going to do a lot of terrible, terrible Irish accents. Uh, I haven't absolutely, done. yeah. If you were hoping for uh, really good accents and dialects and all that type of stuff, this isn't the right place. <laughs> you are sorely <laughs> mistaken. You're going to be so disappointed. All right, so here we go. All right. So let's let's get into leprechauns here. So leprechaun is, is a fairy from Irish folklore. It's basically always been described as, as a little bearded man who wears green pants, a coat, and a hat, um, you know, the big belt buckle and the buckle on the top of the hat, all that stuff. Um, primary occupation uh, is making and mending shoes, and they also enjoy the, the occasional practical joke, right? Yep. Now, it is interesting, interesting because, because that's, we, we see the picture of the, of the leprechaun in a green coat and a, Early, early, early leprechauns were des- described as sly old men wearing red clothes. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't go well with St. Patrick's Day and, and the Irish and everything. So I'm sure that that got that got quickly disbanded. But somehow went from red to green. Yeah, to match the the clover and the clovers and, and the, the green land of 
Ireland. The the Emerald Isle. There you go. There you go. So then the there's the old fable basically that, you know, if uh if a leprechaun is captured by a human, um they can grant them three wishes in exchange for their freedom. Um and uh you know the the earliest reference that I found um was from a medieval tale called and of course I'm going to completely you know destroy this um Ectra Fergus MacLetty uh which translates to the adventure of Fergus son of Letty The way that it goes is this uh Fergus MacLetty was the king of Ulster he falls asleep on a bench and wakes up to find himself being dragged into the sea by three leprechauns, but they called them Lucorpain. Uh, Lucorpain. Maybe that was it. Yeah, there was a, there's there's a couple weird etymology like, mm-hmm. where the where the where the names have come from, but yeah, mm-hmm. that that is definitely one of them. Yeah, Lucorpain, um, and then ultimately. Fergus MacLetty captures his abductors who grant him three wishes in exchange for release. So um, that was the, the earliest mention um, that I found from, from medieval times there. At this point, they weren't all men hmm. and they were believed to be in the sea. So the, the, the men were warriors with voracious appetites and the female leprechauns were particularly engaged in luring away human men for secret adventures. Mm. Sounds like the the siren song. Yeah. And that was, and and that was kind of uh, from the 12th, 12th to the 15th centuries. And that's, that's if you look, if you find stories of of leprechauns up until like 1600, uh, there was some element of that men and women were leprechauns and uh, predominantly they were found in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, now I think we can go back further. The, the word leprechaun comes from an old Irish, Irish word. And I think the one that you have, I'm trying to see if it's the same. Uh, the was it's L U C H O R P A I N. Yep. yep. Meaning. And, and that one means it's a small body. There's, Another definition that is similar to the modern name Lucarpan, and I'm not—I'm sure I've murdered that. And that means—and that's from about the eighth century—and that was defined as a sprite or a pygmy. Then there's another version of the word, and it another another version that people have linked it to, and it's called Leith Brogan. And that, and again, I've probably just totally killed it. And that means uh, shoemaker. And okay. oftentimes, uh, leprechauns are their their predominant trade is is making shoes. Right. So. You know, you know, just interesting. Who who would be really good uh, if we could have gotten on this this podcast for this um, would be the guy who does the uh, the spelling bee announcements. Yeah, absolutely. He can pronounce anything and everything. Everything, and then we and then we could say something like, "Could you use that in a sentence?" Yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the Alukhrakan. <laughs> There's one other place where they suggest maybe the name originated from, and it's from. Now we're getting some mythology. 
some Irish mythology. Ooh, there we go. They believe they may be the a modern incarnation of the Euro Celtic god Luch, Luck, uh, uh, and that's spelled L U G H, but it's pronounced Luck. <laughs> and Luck was the sun god. Uh, it was, uh, let's see, he was uh, patron uh, patrons of arts and craft. So they, they, there's there's some small connection there. I'm, I'm not sure that's been fully fleshed out, but mm-hmm. it exists. And and the the great thing about stories like this is they they get all tossed and jumbled. And I mean, you know, if we were if we were to do any story on any right, and and just kind of limit it to any groups, any country or any civilization's mythology, uh, what you'll find is it was different groups of people creating stories and kind of saying, Hey, that kind of, that story is kind of like our stories. We, 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 we tell the stories of the Lucarpain and you guys have the late Brogan. Hey, let's put them together as a shoemaker and the have a pot of gold somewhere. Mm-hmm. So there we yeah. go. Yeah. All one great story moving on. And it seems like, uh, you know, the, the idea of a leprechaun being, um, you know, kind of a, a feared creature, um, to a caricature and all that type of stuff has yeah. kind of come like in and out and in and out. And, um, you know, ultimately I think, you know, I feel like, I feel like I grew up, you know, thinking that they were, you know, a cute caricature type of thing. And you never really saw the dark side until all those movies started coming out and you see all the previews for, uh, what is it? Is it called Leprechaun? Leprechaun. Yeah. yeah. Well, but all I of think, a sudden I think... it's like Chucky and it's like, Whoa, dude. All right. I but... don't like leprechauns anymore. I think that's our nature, though, you know, like, yeah, we, oh, yeah, like, like we, we we're never going to be static. So if something becomes a really good story for a while, then, as, you know, at some point, we're like, yeah, enough. That's a good story. Let's let's make it crappy or scary or or or, or, or for whatever reason we need, we need to we need to, to monkey around. With it. We're like George Lucas. Right. Star Wars was good, <laughs> but I got to go tinker with it a little bit. Right. Right. I yeah. feel bad that Han didn't shoot first, so or that Han shot first. So I gotta fix that, mm-hmm. even if the physics don't exist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah. All right, there you go. Um, okay, so there's there's like, you know kind of the a quick origin and background of uh, of the leprechauns. Now, I, 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 there's one more bit about the leprechauns that I that I think is fun to fun to tell about it because um, it their story has been in and out of tales, especially in England and Ireland for ever, right? Mm-hmm. Until now. But they have a very consistent kind of moral to the story, right? And and that moral is, well, okay, so I'm going to go through a couple of exam- examples real quick, right? Mm-hmm. So one, uh, one, one way they tell the story is it's, a, it's like a, a boy or a farmer catches the leprechaun, and convinces him to show him the spot where his planet is pot of gold or where he's hidden where, where he's hidden his treasure right mm-hmm. and he shows him the spot and he doesn't have a shovel to dig it up and so he makes the leprechaun promise he or ties or ties a red ribbon or something around the tree and, and and makes the leprechaun promise not to untie his ribbon and the leprechaun promises not to untie his ribbon Farmer or the farm boy goes away, goes to get a shovel, comes back and finds all the trees have red ribbons tied around him. So the leprechaun kept his promise, right? But did not 
part with his treasure. Uh-huh. Then there's another story, like a uh, a boy or girl has, has cattle a leprechaun and convinces them to show them their pot of gold uh, as they're as they're going on the way to the treasure. Uh, they hear a sound, uh, they hear like a sound or something. And the leprechaun goes, "Oh, it's a bunch of bees." See, and the person turns to look at the bee, come, turns around back, and the leprechaun's gone. Mm-hmm. Right, you know. So they're mm-hmm. like, that's where they get this this, this idea that they're a trickster. Um, and and then you know, there's the stories that are kind of like the where they grant three wishes, and it's always whatever wish the way they grant the wishes are in such a fa- fashion that the person ends up wishing for things to go back the way they were. So. Uh, there's there's a there's and it's in here the, the story of uh, a man named Seamus or Seamus 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 from the county yeah. Mayo and he traveled Africa and offered three wishes so he wished to be the richest man on a tropical island and he got that wish uh, but he didn't he he didn't define the wish and so he's the richest man on this tropical island that has no pubs no shops and no other people. Mm-hmm. And so, what good is it to be rich? But he's the richest man. And so he, he uses his other wish to wish himself back, mm-hmm. right? So this and, is where all the all the practical jokes come from, and, and right stuff. And so the moral, like the, like the, the consistent moral of the, the story of the leprechaun, is that it's getting uh, any get get rich quick scheme is not worth it. Stealing from anybody, including leprechauns, is probably a bad idea. And don't mess with the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Three very good <laughs> points there. Very good lessons right there. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. So there's leprechauns. There's there's leprechauns. Um so let's move on to to rainbows. All right. right. So just scientifically straight out of uh Wikipedia, um a rainbow is a meteorological phenomenon. That mm-hmm. is caused by reflection, refraction, and dispersion of light in water droplets, resulting in a spectrum of light appearing in the sky. Right. Um, takes the form of a multicolored arc. Um, rainbows caused by sunlight always appear in the section of the sky directly opposite the sun. So that's right. the the technical aspect of it. Right. So so what has to happen? And, and I've, I've had this conversation. If they're not going to remember it yet, I'm sure I'm going to have to have this conversation a bazillion more times. But mm-hmm. at some point, we figured out how to, with prisms, we figured out how to how to split light so we could see the different particles. And, and for those of people that are listening to this podcast and have listened to our Why is the Sky Blue, mm-hmm. this goes back to that. Uh, light waves bounce at different color, uh, or, or, or different frequencies, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what happens with water uh, is that water acts as that prism. Now, it doesn't happen all the time. There are, there are very specific conditions in which you can have a rainbow because, number one, like, you know, we just said the light has to come. Uh, we have to be looking the opposite direction of the sun. I mean, this doesn't have to be after a rainstorm all the time. I mean, your sprinklers can be on, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways that this can happen. Uh, and the, and you have to be the light has to hit the the water droplets and bounce back to you at about a forty to forty two degree angle. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's still happening, 
but your eyes aren't getting, the, the angle's not there for you to see the, see the, the refraction of the light, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is, and, and the reason for this is that when the, wa- the, the water hits the, if we're thinking of a ball, the water hits, the sunlight comes in at about a 40, uh, at the first part of the 40 degree angle and hits the water at the top and it refracts, right? Mm-hmm. The first refraction. Then it hits the back of a, it hits the back of the um, the water droplet and reflects, and then hits the, uh, and that's that forty degree angle and hits the outside edge of the water going back out and refracts some more, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have the blue light up at the top and the red light coming out at the bottom, and that's how you have the rainbow effect. Now. Now, if that wasn't even cool enough, when you have a double rainbow, mm-hmm. what has happened is, for whatever reason, the light is hit, is hitting the hitting the uh, uh, the is is reflecting twice within the water. And if you were to look at that rainbow, the first rainbow is going to be red through violet, yellow right, right. Mm-hmm. The second rainbow is going to be the reverse <laughs> color. So. But that's but that's what's happening. It's just it's it's just light refracting, and because it's, the light has refracted, reflected in, in such a fashion that you can actually see the individual light sources. The other thing is rainbows are always a circle, right? But they appear so, to us to just be right. dark. Well, because they hit they they at some point they hit land or there's something the water stops like like if if it would continue to be a circle so like if you were, if you were in the air mm-hmm. and it happened you saw it, the rainbow would be a full circle right that would be really cool I've never seen that or or even okay. I, I guess kind of realize that until doing the research and everything on this that's that's really interesting all right so anything else on rainbows there. Because if not, um, not, we can just we can wrap we, it all we, up and put it all together. We can put it all together. Now, there's one. I mean, there's one final caveat, but I think we'll go into that this part, into the pot of gold part, because I think it ties in nicely. Right. Right. So. All right. So, uh, so going into putting it all together, the leprechauns and mm-hmm. the rainbows and the pot of gold. So in Ireland, rainbows would often appear at the end of burrow mounds or tombs. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because they're everywhere. Um, and those were always said to be entrances into the world of the Fae, um, right. who were known to have gold. So in about the 1700s, the English turned this underground race of beings from majestic feared creatures to small, strange looking caricatures of their true selves and dubbed them leprechauns. Then these leprechauns, as the story goes, um, were said to guard pots of gold, but that you could make them give you the gold if you captured one. And ultimately, you know, as, as we, we know about rainbows, you can never find the end of a rainbow. Because again, you know, the rainbow is a circle. And ultimately, no matter how much you try to get to it, it just is always further and further and further away, you yeah. know? So from wherever you see the rainbow, that's the distance that is. Now, 
when I, I remember uh, when I was, I was say I'm like 12 years old, maybe. And I'm, if, if I remember right, I was probably watching Reading Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could have been something like that. Three to one contact, Mr. Rock. I don't know. Some, something where educational on PBS and they had a scientist talking about rainbows and he unequivocally said, if you find the end of the rainbow, I guarantee you will find a pot of gold because the rainbow has, like we described before, has to be the water, has to be your eyes seeing light refracted through water. So the closer you get to it, you are the, you're going to move, you're just pushing the rainbow farther away and take it to the point where there isn't enough right. moisture or there isn't enough sunlight totally to continue the rainbow and it's going to disappear. So, yeah. so ultimately, I mean, it's, it's, it's an image of an unattainable goal, yeah. but it is one that's possibly worth pursuing. Right. Because I mean, in the end, if what, what if, especially as a kid, what if you did get a little bit lucky and boom, found the end of the rainbow pot of gold score, man. So, well, and this is one of those, one of those fun stories that captures kids' imaginations, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. No harm. Uh, it's one of those like no harm, no foul. I mean, like yeah. I get off, I get off on comic book movie stories now, mm-hmm. right? And I am never going to get bit by a radioactive spider. One can dream, right? But it's not likely to happen. Right. So, but if you ever see a glowing green spider, your chances are you're running towards it as I'm sprinting the other way. Pretty much, I'm like. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I need that in my life. Right. But it, it's, 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 I remember, I remember going on uh, wild hunts for when we saw a rainbow thinking, Hey, remember the story of the leopard? I, I, I remember doing this as a kid, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, and of course we never found a, found a pot of gold or, or anything else, but we had fun with our friends. Right. Right. You know, it was an adventure. Yeah. Like we wrote treasure maps. We came up with the plan of how we were going to do it. I mean, it, it was mm-hmm. it was all good, clean fun. So yeah. even if even if it's not realistic, it it can be fun to play. Mm-hmm. Now, now it is interesting. One one thing that I did find there there is a picture floating around on the internet there, where some dude was driving down the highway and snapped a picture of a rainbow, and it just so happened to end or start whatever on the highway right in front of them so and you you can look this up you can check it out and it it looks okay you know but obviously photoshopped and and blah 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 all that stuff um you know but in the end you're just never going to find the end of the rainbow even if he got out of but even if he got out of the car because here's the trick he was still in his car mm-hmm. it was in front of him mm-hmm he would have to get out and get to the end of the rainbow. And when, mm-hmm. when he walked out there, he would just move farther away. Even if, even, I mean, logistically, obviously it's Photoshop, but logistically it's not possible. But I think in the did, picture, I think in the picture, the end of the rainbow was actually like a, um, a, a Dodge truck or something like that. <laughs> well, that's what it was. Go. So there's your goal. There's your goal. Hey, hey. A lucky Dodge. I've 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 seen many a many a bumper sticker with some sort of arc ending in a 
dot. I, I, I'm not sure it was a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a little guy. <laughs> little guy. With his back a little bit to you. And and there was an arc. He was and it ended a in a dot. Yep, yep, yep. I'm not I'm not sure where where that was headed. Interesting. Yeah. I believe there was a color involved. Mhm. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. So anything else to to add on this? Nope, I think it's time for the bottom line. All right. Cool. All right. So bottom line. Why why do leprechauns hide their pot of gold at the end of a rainbow? Because they're tricky little bastards, mm-hmm. and that's the one place you'll never ever get. So it's safe there. That's why they hide it there. Yeah. That and leprechauns don't exist. So there is no pot of gold, and you'll never get to the end of the rainbow because the rainbow is a circle which has no beginning and or end. But, but if. If you ever do get to the end of the rainbow. I guarantee it on this podcast right now today, if you find the end of a rainbow, if you get to the end of the rainbow, mm-hmm. 100% sure, I will back it. You can have a pot of gold. Oh, oh, oh. Sound like Trump here all of a sudden. It's huge. <laughs> it's a huge pot of gold. <laughs> it's the best pot of gold. It's the best. Is. It's the best. It's a pot of gold. We're going to make it great. We're going to give it to you. It's a pot of gold. It's going to be a lot of gold. All right. So there you go. There you go. Another one in the books. And uh, only a couple uh, really bad dialect situations there. Not that bad. Not not too bad. We were pretty clean. Only one urine-related joke. and. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Alright, that's it for this week's episode of But Daddy Why. You got a question you'd like an answer? Feel free to hit us up. You can hit us up on email at why at diarydad.com or drop those questions off of Twitter. We are at But Daddy Why over there. We'll look forward to getting them and answering them right here. Maybe even next week on But Daddy Why. Thank <laughs> you.